0: Hello and welcome to Beer & Money, a financial fireside chat for professionals. We work to simplify your finances so you can enjoy your life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins.
1: Hello everybody, welcome back to Beer & Money. I'm your host, Ryan Burklow, with me as always, uh, the giggling Alexander Bradley Collins. (laughs)
2: Hey Ryan, good to be here with you today.
1: Uh, Alex is laughing because uh, we started to record this and I decided to announce my last name as Berthlow as opposed to Burklow. So he is now got a new nickname for me. Yes, I do. <laughs> so for those of you who are new, welcome to the show. This is a show to help you look at your money differently and really look at, at it from a hopefully less stress aspect um, that we name the show beer and money uh, from the aspect of, we want people to talk about money and talk about what's important to them, not only financially, but in life and maybe have a beer and kind of relax while opening up that topic, because talking about money is taboo in America, right, Alex?
2: A hundred percent, Ryan. Yeah. This came from a seminar series that we did for a large employer here in, in uh, Seattle. And the the goal was to get people to relax have a have a beer at happy hour and have a relaxed conversation and try and take away try and take away the stress try and take away the taboo try and just have a down-to-earth conversation around finances and money you know and and really make it make sense have actionable items that people can take away um, and implement and, and use in their everyday life and and really just have finances be functional for
1: people. So we want this podcast to be a resource for you to, to a have some conversation with yourself uh, and hear other people talk about it that might help you talk about it. And then B, we bring on different expert, different advisors, different areas of expertise to also speak into things because right, we're all walking around with a bunch of voices in our heads and we need to quiet them down. Some of you, Maybe like me and have maybe twenty five voices in our head. So, um, so that's what this ep- this podcast is about. This episode specifically, with with COVID, there's a lot of employers right now that are suspending their match on their 401k retirement plans that they offer their employees. And so we've had a couple of people reach out to us and say, now what?
2: Yeah, it uh, and it, it doesn't. Necessarily even mean suspending, but they're just modifying it. So they're changing it, they're reducing it, they're they're making different amendments to their plan based on what's going on. Step one: Don't panic. You know, I feel like uh, I'm brought back to to my high school days and reading Douglas Adams, um, where it's like just big flashing sign that says "Don't panic." Um, That that's really kind of the first step is knowing that this is not the end of the world.
1: Yeah, um, you know, for some of you might be thinking, oh, I didn't know that they could do this. (laughs) I didn't know my employer had this option. So they, they do have the option. And, you know, while the match is helpful, I'm not trying to say that the match isn't helpful in a retirement plan. And it's not the end all be all, like you're not gonna retire because there was a match. Right. <laughs> right. So let, let's remind ourselves of that. I think we all know that inherently, but sometimes we we get concerned and it might be just this is another thing on our mind that we have to worry about right now. So let, let's take a step back and really, you know, think about what's going on there. And then step two, you know, many of you have a financial professional in your life. Re- pick up the phone and reach out to them, have a conversation with them that I think is part of the reasons why you might be paying them.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's certainly one of the things that we encourage all of our clients to do is is whether it's, you know, your employer changing around benefits like 401k, both positive or negative, or something else happens in your world financially, reach out and talk to your advisor. They are there as a guide. They are there as a coach. They are there as someone who you can just say, hey, this occurred. How do we react? What do we do? Do we need to do anything different? Yes, no, maybe, um, and just have the conversation. You'll you'll be glad that you had the conversation because it'll give you a little bit of peace of mind, regardless of what the outcome is.
1: And that just kind of reminds me, you know, we recorded an episode talking about why hire a financial advisor and what the value is of a financial advisor, right? If your advisor isn't providing this type of value, and that's his, and that's what you're looking for, well maybe you should have a conversation with the current advisor to see if they offer it for one or for two, maybe look for an advisor that you're actually, um, that you can actually have that type of conversation with, right? Trustworthy expertise, all that kind of fun stuff implied. Uh, Absolutely. So make sure you check that episode out. I don't want to go down (laughs) a rabbit hole in this episode around that. So. um, Sure. So, I
2: mean, that's, that's the first two steps is one. Don't panic. Um, and to have a conversation and figure out, okay, what are the next steps? From there, it's really continue that data gathering and just use this as an opportunity to review what you've got going on. Yeah. In the 401k with the advisor and outside.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, oftentimes something will occur in our lives and sometimes we, rather than, actually taking that as an opportunity to revisit what it is you are doing financially. We actually start thinking about a bunch of other different things. We don't take any action and use that opportunity. And so this is a great opportunity to look at, okay, the match isn't coming in the door now or whatever version, whatever's changed has changed. Okay. Let's take a look at that portfolio and see what's going on. Should I make a shift? Should I continue with what I'm currently doing should, you know, what does the rest of the portfolio look like, right? It's not just a retirement plan maybe, maybe you've got some other assets outside of that. How does that all come together with this change? And it's a great time to revisit everything. And too often people think of a financial plan as a a set it and forget it. Right. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but life isn't a set it and forget it. So unfortunately your finances don't follow that same mantra.
2: Right, uh one, I mean oftentimes there's this series of events that have occurred that we may not even think of them as impacting our finances, and a whole bunch of small little changes over time have a huge impact on on our finances as a, as a whole, and so it it makes sense that we need to make sure that we're we're updating this on a regular basis. That we're getting that you're having conversation with whomever your advisor is, whether it's your spouse, your brother-in-law, your parents, a uh, financial professional, it, whomever it is that, that you're talking with. Make sure that you're having regular conversation with them, um, so that like when these changes have accumulated, you're actually like identifying, oh hey, these things have occurred. What And then asking the follow-up question, okay, what do we need to do differently? And sometimes the answer is nothing.
1: Right. And other times it could be like more people are having conversations with us. Well, I wouldn't say our current clients, but the the people that are not our clients are having more conversations around, okay, how can I set myself up so that if another version of COVID comes out, I've got more access to funds somewhere else? Like, how can I be a little bit more financially free, even though I can't be financially free like this year or next year or even 10 years from now, possibly, maybe I should relook at where I'm putting my money so I don't have to worry about taxes or, you know, I know there's a version of penalty-free distribution this year, Uh, for 401k and double check with your CPA and and laws around that. I think it's 100,000, but double check that. But there's still limitations there. So how can you have more flexibility in the plan? And that's really coming to to step four here, Alex, which is maybe the bigger conversation to have.
2: Right. Before we get to step four, remember that if you're pulling dollars out of your 401k, yeah, it might be penalty free, but it's still going to cause some taxation. And so there are still limitations and there's still hoops to jump through. And so you're 100% right, Brian. We're talking to a lot of people right now uh, around creating better financial balance, around creating more liquidity, more access, um, and, and you know, helping folks identify and understand how their financial world works and how all of these different components interact together so that we're not making decisions in a siloed manner meaning that we're not just taking oh this is my 401k and making a decision around my 401k and then talking about your bank account or your ira or your investments or insert financial structure here and if each one of those decisions are completely siloed you're never going to be able to to see how they interact together and and get that bigger picture uh, to be able to to you know use those things to to their full effect because they're not going to be coordinated and they're not going to work together um, to create one comprehensive plan. You're going to have you know five or ten or fifteen different individual plans.
1: Yeah, there, there's two pieces that you just brought up that I think is a good, maybe a good rabbit hole for us to to dive into just briefly here is for one, as human beings, when we see a problem or hear a problem or find a problem, we want to have a solution for that problem. And oftentimes the solution is what's quick fix might be the wrong terminology, but to maybe use your terminology that you said is what's a siloed decision? What's a decision I can make right now without thinking about all the other ramifications of it, of how that works into my bigger picture and the bigger plan. So let's make that decision. Oh, I need to I need to retire one day. So let's make sure I put a bunch of money into my 401k, right? Like that's the siloed decision. And we're not saying don't put money in 4 401k, by the way. We're just saying, <laughs> have you looked at the entire picture, right? And then the other aspect of this is, let's just face it, when we're reading articles or when we're talking to, some people there might be a sales background to them that has them say oh here's your problem here's the solution here's my sales pitch or from a from a article standpoint here's the problem so here's here's i'm gonna get some eyeballs in my article here's the solution here's the pitch and maybe i can get right so there's a bunch of pieces there that we have to really consider when we're looking at our finances. And we have to look at it from a standpoint of, okay, how does this affect everything? Not just one piece.
2: Wrapping your arms around the entire picture and saying, okay, well, everyone who reads that article, for example, they're all coming at it from different angles. They're all going to read the article differently. They all have unique circumstances. And so it can't just be one size fits all answers it has to be tailored to that individual in that circumstance of like okay given x happening what is the proper way of addressing it and yeah it might be that you know some version of y and z is the appropriate way of addressing it but it's going to there's going to be nuance to it it's there's going to be magnitudes of like hey we want to put x dollars towards this or you know hey in this circumstance we actually want to do you know c instead of uh, y or z and so like there's a whole bunch of different things that that may cause you to go a different route depending upon the rest of your circumstances
1: well here's an example you wouldn't go to your doctor at least i don't think many people would want to go to their doctor And and I'm going to make up something, you know, if I go to the doctor, tell the doctor I've got high blood pressure and the doctor goes, oh, well, every person that says I have high blood pressure, I prescribe X. You kind of want them to look at your entire background and say, okay, do I have have family history? Does X, the prescription X, do I have an allergic reaction like in my, my background? Like, I'm pretty sure I don't want a one size fits all solution to that health concern for me. Well, and how
2: much of X should I take? Are there any other alternatives? Like, what, like, what are the different things we can go ahead and and do to to mitigate this situation other than prescribe X?
1: So the question that you have to ask, or hopefully you should ask yourself, is, okay, am I doing that in my financial world? <laughs> am I prescribing X to everybody or to everything? I'm doing
2: or, or am I having X prescribed to me?
1: Fair. So to step number four, Alex. So we're talking about, you know, if we've lost some of the match or something's changed inside of the, the 401 k at work, should you know something you should be thinking about is okay, should I increase my contributions? Maybe decrease the contributions, or should I be contributing at all? Because back to the conversation around we have no idea what you look like financially. If you've got one dollar in your checking savings account, and you've got three hundred thousand sitting in your four hundred one k, that may not feel very comfortable in times like right now.
2: Oh, for sure. Uh, I think you know what my answer is going to be here, Ryan. Uh,
1: it depends. Yes, it, I mean, I'm exactly. going to buy you. I'm going to buy you that brand. <laughs> for your birthday,
2: by the way, um, it, it, what you should do is dictated by your situation and sometimes the appropriate response is to increase your contributions sometimes the appropriate response is to decrease your contributions sometimes the appropriate response is to change that the contributions are going from traditional into roth or vice versa you know the rest of it depends upon how much how many dollars we have liquid what other investment opportunities we have heck how good are the investment opportunities that we have inside the 401k? And there are plenty of times when, you know, I've recommended that a client can make contributions to a 401k simply be based on the fact that that, that they get a match there, that the, 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 the funds that are inside of it are expensive, they may be poor, they may not have a whole lot of choice, things of that nature. And so it's not necessarily a place that we'd like to put money, except for the fact that Well, the employer is matching dollar for dollar up to five percent. Well, I like free money. We should get as much free money as we can can get. Yeah,
1: it. it We've had we've had plenty of episodes talking about taxation of our money, right? So make sure you go back and take a look at that. And right, Alex is right. As much as I. Don't like saying that often. Um, it does depend on your situation. How much free liquidity, meaning how much money do you have access to quickly? What is your tax bracket now? What's your tax bracket in the future? What's your feeling on taxes right now? What are the options and investments? What's your feelings on the investments? What's your risk tolerance in the investments? Like I just threw out seven different and I didn't count. I'm making up seven. <laughs> I just threw out several different things to consider. And I wonder how many people really consider even two of those options.
2: Yeah. uh, As you were throwing those out, like you started getting my blood pressure to go up just based on like all of the, you know, frantic asking of questions. Like I can only, and I I know the answers to most of those questions. Um, You know, and it's just one of those things where it's like, I can only imagine being in the middle of a pandemic and not having a background in finance and trying to sort through all this stuff so the biggest takeaway that we have for this is one don't panic two talk to an advisor and three evaluate your specific circumstances based on your specific circumstances so and, I probably I mean, just stole all your thunder of recapping everything.
1: No, you're good. I, it's funny. I thought the the bigger takeaway was going to be the opportunity to, to relook at what you should be doing. And I would – I'd actually take a step back and say, no, you should talk to a professional or talk to someone that has a really good understanding of how that comes into place because you may know what you know. But do you know – you you may not know what you should need to know
2: yeah I want to make sure that whomever you're talking to has been through the situation and the circumstance that you're trying to deal with if and I don't mean like go find an advisor who's been through a pandemic because well, there really aren't any. the last time we had a pandemic this level was over it was around read around a hundred years ago um and any advisor who's still around, like the... They're they're not an advisor at this point. Um, so, but what I mean by that is is talk with somebody who is familiar with the stage in life that you're going through. So if you're uh, on the verge of retirement, okay. Well, how many folks have you helped? At, you know, talking to your advisor, whether it's friend, family, financial professional. How many people have you helped into and through retirement? How many people <laughs> have you helped in? Like going through market cycles like this, where we have ups and downs and things of that nature. So make sure that you're talking to someone who who knows what what they're actually talking about and you're working with a professional.
1: Yep. So we hope today's episode was valuable. We know we get, we're beginning this question a lot, so I really do think it's going to be valuable for you all. Um, Make sure you visit us at beerandmoney.net, and you can check out other episodes, as well as there at the bottom of that page, there's a way to engage with us, which is the reason why we have topics and the conversation that we have a lot of times is coming from you all. So thank you for engaging with us. Uh, speaking of engaging with us, question of the day, Mr. Collins, what do we got for him? So the
2: question of the day is, if your 401k has changed, the the match, the your employer has changed anything about your 401k? What's what have what's been your reaction? What have you done with this? Did you increase your contributions? Did you decrease your contributions? Did you change around the allocation? Did you change around where the dollars were going?
1: Awesome. So check us out to beermoney.net to answer that question uh you got we also have an article out there on our website if you go to quantifiedfinancial.com click on articles we've got an article out there as well So, so for some of you that want to read rather than listen to alex's sexy voice um check that out so uh we hope you have a wonderful day and mr collins as always cheers
0: Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ, 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 9171. 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian, Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. 2020-10. 5594. Expiration July 2022.